Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Global pandemic, but we're keeping it real because we forgot to hit record. We're just never say we change. You know, things change, but we don't. Globalization may be dead in the water, but know this. We're con- we're consistent in our fuck-ups, aren't we, Emma? <laughs> Well, we were just talking there about the algorithm method and I was saying I just feel generally Irish men, I think, you know, they have a lot going for them, but I just wouldn't necessarily trust them with the rhythm method based on their dancing. And then you (laughs) made the point that when the mood takes them such as at a wedding, like they're giving it socks, You, you can't fault them that. I know, but then when you think of an Irish wedding, you are basically being um, drip fed alcohol from like 11 o'clock in the morning. If not ah, yeah. You're, you're completely, so, you're, you're completely off your head. Like it yeah. actually mitigates, you know, if you, if you, it, it actually mitigates a premeditated murder. If you say, just so you know, judge, I was actually at a wedding. And they're wedding. like, you were not, that's yeah. completely not on you then. Isn't it mad? Because actually I saw, I remember seeing a video of my friend's wedding and there was a part where, you know, all the lads came out with the little guitars, I don't know, playing kind of Spanishy Italian. Wow, that's unusual. And we're up, this is like during the meal. Oh, stop. And I saw a video of it. No recollection whatsoever. During the meal. During the meal, Jim. Well, I think nobody needs a small guitar in their face ever, but certainly when you're <laughs> when you're tucking into your soup, you know, you just want to focus on the soup. You want to get your hands on the bread basket. Everyone's like, oh, calm it on the bread because you'll be too full. And every single time I'm like, no, I won't Don't. be too full. And every time I'm too full then. Oh, I'm never too full at a wedding. I'm just like, get the food into me. Keep it coming. I I don't know what it is. I just, 
I'm never full at weddings. I just need the food. Well, because we we had this chat. I was actually chatting to somebody today because it's funny. I have gotten three texts from people in the last couple of weeks to say that their weddings have been postponed. And only one of them I remembered we were actually going to the wedding. And the other two, I was like, oh, my God, I completely forgot about that. But you know the way, obviously... You have to find, oh, my God. And I the dress got and everything, but sure, look, we'll have another day. I was like, I have no memory yeah, of committing to that wedding. Special. Oh, God. We have one in June. It's hard, it's that hard for people, but it's it's really hard for people. And I know like it comes back to well, the thing. Especially if they had people coming over, I suppose. And st- you know, like if people had kind of. It's 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 it, like obviously worse can happen, and you know when a global pandemic, there are worse things that can occur other than having to reschedule your wedding. But it's very upsetting, like a huge amount of planning, all that money. Yeah. I mean, I know they'll get most of it back, but I mean, you would there would be some financial loss. Yeah, yeah, you'd imagine so. Yeah, just I suppose stressful because I I don't know, like I've never done it, but I, I suppose it's one of those kind of things where. As you're getting close to the countdown, there's a sense of relief that all the prep and planning is nearly over. You can just enjoy it. So kind of there's no um, release on it. It's just like, oh, wait again. Yeah, it's been all that stress kind of for nothing. Actually, I did think because our old friend Beatrice, Princess Beatrice, oh, um, yeah, my they... auntie, we met my auntie in a car park today, which did, do you know it just, it does feel like you're having an affair with your own auntie, doesn't it? You're oh, like, I'll yeah. meet you at the car park, like, we'll stay two metres away, but I just need to see you. Like, it's just these confused, intense emotions. But I met her. And she's a gas woman, so she had, um, you know, like, I mean, the select, the array of magazines, she had Take a Break, Hello, like just the cream of the crop, Bella, just what you nice. want. And yeah. she was giving out about how, an un, like, a completely unintended consequence of this is that she used to always read the magazines for free and centre, and now she actually has to buy them. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, that, that is, is such a pain in the hole. But in Hello, was reading Hello um, while yeah. Fred was taking a 10 minute meditation because it was one of it was one of those journeys. I'm a nervous passenger at the best of times, but <laughs> I was screaming at points because people were mowing their lawn and I was convinced Fred was going to career into the field and knock them down. So Fred was like, let's just press pause and I'll take a meditation and you can read Hello. So I was reading Hello and Beatrice... <laughs> Do you remember she had to postpone her wedding because of the whole Andrew oh, yeah. thing? Yeah, and now yeah. sure the wedding's supposed to be on in May, but sure that probably won't happen even then. So no. like, please tell me Beatrice won't have to postpone the wedding twice, Emma. And you know what? She will still be under the impression that anyone gives a fuck. She'll still blame it on Megan. Probably it is will. true. Uh, do you know what? I I was laughing at some up tonight. Do you remember listening back? And you did say that. You were like, as if anyone gives a fuck. And it's so cruel, but it's so true, isn't it, really? Ah, uh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, let's just be absolutely blunt about this. And I can put myself in this category as well. If she was more attractive, people would care. If I was more oh, attractive, Emma. my career would have gone so much further by now. I'd be cooler, funnier. I'd be the same person, but better looking. I mean, imagine. But Emma, you're a complete ride. So, like, none of this applies. It's like when the really, I know really Meghan good looking... Markle. 
Come I'm now Meghan I Markle. I can't get a boyfriend. You're like, stop it now because I'm checking no, out this yeah, set. No. Well, now Meghan, no, but you know what? I'm not a Meghan. But is even Meghan a Meghan Markle? You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think, mm-hmm. I, I think ultimately, I probably I would say late 20s, early 30s, you make a choice. You're like, am I really going to be arsed with the upkeep here? Or I, am I just going to let nature do its thing? And a few oh, years yeah. ago, it's like, I just can't be arsed, like getting these eyebrows tattooed onto my head anymore. And now this is where we're at now. Actually, on that note, I want to say something. And um, maybe somebody is listening that has a bit of power here, right? So I'm keeping my eye on therapy clinic, all these places, because I want like some dupe, super Oh, Emma, duper you didn't facial. come to play. I love them when you're like, I'm just naming them. Oh, whatever. Like, however, whatever. I don't like if it's Barbara's above the chipper, I don't care. It doesn't have to be like the chains, right? Okay. Put an eye on this stuff to just get one of these like sandblaster facials, okay? When all of this is said and done, I keep seeing offers for laser hair removal. Nobody cares. We want to sort out the faces. When all of this is said, oh, did I not realize this? Why did Emma, I this? honestly, no I cares. Prob- oh, no, sorry, no, I, 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 so rarely disagree, but I would probably disagree in that I would probably shift my mother in the morning if someone could promise me just a full bikini, never having to uh, do the bikini again, seventy percent off. You don't have to get it now. Obviously, you could just like book it. You now could book it in it for later. Yeah, but come here, would you not, if you were going to spend money, would you not spend it on your face? Well, I know what you mean. If it, it probably, it, the, probably the face is, you know, that's where the bankability is. I'd be, I'd be so first. I think, I think I'd like, face. well, I would like to turn back I'm not time when it came to my face for sure. There action going on, you know what I mean? But just, well, you know, and you can't be hairy, you're ginger. This is what well, I don't this, get. Well, no, I am hairy, but what I've heard is from, well, I'm not hairy, Mary. Do you know what I mean? Like you say, do you know it's one of those that you say back in the day, I would have said, oh, I'm so hairy. And then, you know, you go on holidays with friends and you're like, I need to stop saying I'm hairy because I do think gingers have a pretty easy when it comes to the body hair. Like we are yeah, shamed, we are ridiculed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is everything, like carrot pubes for life, like all the rest. But ultimately, you know, when it comes to the body hair, we do have it easy. But it's the classic thing of you start de-hairing at a young age and then you've invested and you just make it a million times worse. But I've heard with the laser hair removal, it's much better to have dark hair. Oh, right. OK. Because it picks up the, it picks up on the contrast. So the ideal would be like dark hair and like pale skin, I think, is the ideal. Mm, OK. Yeah, well, I just, I want some face. But could she not get a sandblaster at your face? That's very true. You see, I don't think he has one, though. I think, personally, I think you are looking better than ever. It's like Benjamin Button, since I've met you. Like, there's, but I think there's, I, I hope you don't mind me saying this, I think there's been a bit of a glow up. Glow up. Well... There's not much of a glow up happening at the moment. I seem to have some sort of um, eye infection going on. Ah, uh, Emma. I know. Yeah, poor and thing. I use, 
I use some, I know, don't. In the midst like, of a pandemic, Emma's like, my I eyes know. a bit sore. Sorry, Sorry is this on? I uh, just want to interrupt there, Leo. Uh, my eyes a bit itchy. I use some of Joe. Joe had um, eye drop for, so I just use some of them. Hopefully that'll do something. I just hate eyes, you see. That's I my love Joe's independence. He's like, I'm going to the chemist. My eyes a bit tingly. <laughs> I'm going to get the drops. Judy, six. Uh what did you see? Did you see Nicole Appleton had a little baba skipper? Oh yeah, she kept it completely secret, didn't she? See, like she, yeah, she had a tiny Jenner pregnancy. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say why, but then I suppose why not? Yeah, I mean, I feel bad because I put it out there the last week because I was like, sure, feck it. I mean, what else do we have to talk about? You may as well. Yeah. Yeah, but sure. Um, well, why not? Well, because we're at, you know, individual. Yeah. Well, I had said, I was like, if we get, to, you know, when we get to the 14 weeks, I'll tell people then. So then I was like, sure, feck it. But then you do feel a bit silly when folks like five and a half months. And I was like, oh, God, people just think I'm being pregnant forever. But sure, look, it was, if you know, it, it was it was something to say. And also with this whole <laughs> yeah, Instagram, it was a bit it's of content. But yeah. also with the whole Instagram live thing at the moment, I'm done with the Instagram lives because what I'm finding is, is that you do like I, I did a couple, Emma, but like the Instagram right. lives, there's not enough control because like you have all these like 12 year olds coming on, like oh, saying, oh, like just dripping in sarcasm. Oh, I love you. Like you're my favorite comedian. You're like you're 12. And then you you go onto their page just to check. You're like just to verify that this is probably a primary school child. And it's like some child with the filter, the kitten filter and like loads of hearts in their name. You're like, OK, block. But you see, that's what happens on the Instagram live. It's too democratic. Everyone gets involved. Oh, okay. I haven't, I've never done one. Oh, I, Emma, I said to Fred tonight, I was like, I'm done with them now because you, you just, it's, it, and then it's the thing of like people come on and it's like you say hello to them and then I think that they just feel trapped. Like they have to stay in the conversation <laughs> yeah. because he's greeted them. I don't watch them because then there's a whole load of like, um, you know, somebody asks a question. It's like, yeah, no, I, I answered that before you it's a very, here. So yeah. It's a I very know, strange but, conversation. Yeah, I think it really is. I mean, I think it's good for um, tutorials and that kind of thing. Yeah, you if you're I mean? actually doing something. But I think ultimately, if you're just sitting yeah. on the couch, you're better off doing the story and throwing it up and not having like... You know, like, as I said, like these, you know, 12 year olds who I'm sure are lovely, but they're bored. You know, they're bored. They're at home. It's the equivalent of a knickknack, isn't it now? Like going on the Instagram live just to do a bit of a troll. I'd be doing it as well if I was their age, just for the crack. Yeah, I know. Of course you would. I mean, oh what, my God. Like, how are you whining away the time? Um, I did speak to a friend today and she was saying, which was something I was thinking was probably happening anyway, but that all the exes are coming out from the woodwork now just I've to see if it, she's yeah. okay. Yeah, I've yeah just to touch screens, base. I've gotten a few screenshots of people getting in touch and like some of them are going back to like 2014. Oh, like this friend of mine now who rang me today, she was talking about this lad who she was with seven years ago. Oh, yeah. But some of them aren't even like people that they were with. They were like people that they matched with. 
and then the, they, were, they were yeah and they were trying to do a date and then it never happened so the, there had been like a few Facebook messages or something and then it, it sounded like people were literally just going through their inbox and just you well, know I probably, I probably be doing it myself yeah. Do you know, like I said, like, okay, anything further than 2018, like, <laughs> whatever, didn't seem to do that. They were just, like, kept going. I mean, oh, I just, yeah, I, I mean, I, well, now, look, if I was single at the moment, you know I'd be going through that inbox, getting back to everyone. Yeah. Because yeah, I was a real one, like, especially with this whole end of the world vibe, because I was a real one back in the day when I was single, I'd be like, like not even I was going to say two Proseccos in who am I kidding like it's, like I'd have ordered the Prosecco I'd be just doing the contact list and I'd turn to a friend and be like I'm texting him like so it wasn't even like the drink it was just the prospect of the drink I was like I'm doing it but my okay. justification my rationale going back like even to my teenage years was always I'm doing it because I could be dead tomorrow but the problem was I usually wasn't I never was dead the next day. That was the issue. So I'd always have to do that. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. The odds are against you that you would be. You know what I mean? But this is it. I just think it's no way to live your life. So I think now with this whole end of the world vibe, you know, I'd be hitting up everyone. Yeah, I suppose if nothing else, just a bit of entertainment, really, isn't it? Just to pass the time. I mean, look... We've all, like, what Netflix, I'm going to say it. Don't know, is there much happening on Netflix these days? Oh, well, I was There's watching that lot. about the Tiger fella. Did you, oh, you watch that? Oh, Tiger King is just, mwah, chef's kiss. Thank you for coming you into my life. This? I have watched quite a few episodes. Very good. Ah, I, yeah, think I think I'm on episode five. But you know what I loved, Emma? Uh, because what I loved about it was a friend of mine actually said to me today are you watching Tiger King I was like am I like absolutely it's fantastic Yeah. but then she was saying Jesus your man's bonkers and I was like but what I love about it is the more episodes you watch you're like they're all bonkers like oh, everyone yeah, you meet yeah. in the show is completely off their rocker how, how oh, many yeah. episodes are you in um, so you're further than me, I reckon. I can't, is it, I'm two or three in, but it's getting to the point where they're saying you're one, they reckon that she bumped off the ex-husband. Yeah. But she kind Carol. of started out like, yeah, girl, how could I forget her name? Oh my God. There's a drinking game. I have a shot every time her name said, but, um, <laughs> she, you know, the way at the start, they're kind of like, you're like, oh, okay, Carol, like she's good old skin. And then you're like, Okay, it's sorry, it's basically the exact same. She just doesn't bother her whole breathing them. Like and to be honest, the exact she, same. It <laughs> is the exact same. And it I'll be I'll be I was just In about fairness. to say her park, look, we're not team Joe here or anything, because Joe's got his <laughs> own shit going on. But the part <laughs> Carol's sanctuary is a fucking shithole. Yeah. It's it is like, an I, absolute shithole. Do you know, they're like, they're not even like cages. They remind me of, I don't know, in York after they're when crates, you were. like for a dog. Yeah, did you ever have like a manky fire guard that was yeah. just like that kind of material? It, it is just like that, that kind of fire guard vibe. And what I loved was in the first episode when Carol's talking us through like her wardrobe and we're like, we get it, Carol. Everything's cash. Like we we get it. And then she said, oh, this you is how it becomes. Catherine. Happen. Yeah. 
leopard prints. Can we just establish that? Yeah, big cat. And I like the the emphasis on big, the way she keeps talking about the big cats. And we're like, we get it, they're big. But what I loved was in that first episode, at some point, so she's sitting there surrounded by like all the leopard print and saying, I guess that's why they call me the big cat lady. And we all have a bit of a laugh and kind of a very empty, vacuous laugh coming from Carol. But then she mentions, just as an aside, I had to rewind to make sure this had actually happened because I was like, this can, I must be hearing this incorrectly. But then she says, oh, I'm actually allergic to cats. Oh yeah, I heard that. Which is just the most American thing ever. <sighs> Running a cat sanctuary and allergic to cats. It sounds to me like she was abused by one of the parents and they used to hit her with a cat. Do you know what I mean? Because there's obviously some deep trauma there that she's obsessed with cats, yet she's allergic to them. Well, you saw the first photo of her with the little cat. That was the first thing. Yeah. And then they they kind of get into Carol's story. But I think, you know, I'll leave it up. I'll leave it up um, to your own conjecture. But I'd say she probably did bump off the husband. It's it's not looking good for Carol. Oh, really? Why I think they, so. Why? Here's a question. You know, these mad bitches, why do they always have that hair? The really, really long, like noon and egonal hair. I don't know if you did her for your leaving search. Yeah, the like, as in, I can, the, I can sit on it. That kind of hair. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's never like sleek. It's always just like it's brushed through fuzz. Why do they always have that hair? And they think it's deadly. They like they actually think it's deadly. I think they just maybe it's because they just don't trust other people with their hair. Because, you know, you go to the hairdresser and like if you were after killing your husband, like your hairdresser wouldn't be long getting it out of you. There's only so much you can oh, talk true. about. Yeah. Any holidays? No. How's and stuff? Is there any word on him yet or whatever? You, you'd give yeah. something away. Just you would honestly, the hairdresser interrogation, there's no way you'd be coming out of that the other end. Minus some kind of felony conviction. Sometimes even I come over from the hairdressers and say to myself, oh, my God, Emma, what have you just told them? I've given too much away because yeah. I know I actually had I had a bit of a breakdown. When did I have a bit of a I've many, had many breakdowns in my time, but not a literal breakdown. But I remember going to Peter Marks in Tralee and whatever I booked them in for, I was just after this like really awful breakup. But whatever I booked in for, they were like, we can't actually do that because it's going to be, you know, something like I needed like a, a skin test or something. And I just started. Oh. Yeah. to cry in their chair I was like please can you just do something to my hair I don't even care what it is so I think they just threw in a few highlights or something just yeah. to make me happy but literally like for two years after that like I would check in book in for an L blow dry but they always gave me that extra special treatment so I was like they oh, definitely yeah. must have it marked on the system but not even like as in this is our you know superstar client it was very much like kid gloves kind of scenario oh yeah well I mean the worst I just gave too much away see, Emma but the worst thing you can see in a hairdresser is a crier yeah well it's bad it is look it's bad for the franchise as well you, do, you yeah, don't want you don't want to cry on your hands but I did I did explain look it's nothing to do with the hair and just told them you know me like told them the whole story I was like one free biscuit in 
<laughs> and uh, but honestly, for the little biscotti biscuits on your your <laughs> yeah, and one biscotti and I'm gone. And then I and then even like after the fact, I'd say it could have been, it could have even been three years after the fact, and I wouldn't have been going to them that regularly. And I went for a wedding, and they're like, "You okay?" Like still, whatever they had written oh, on that getting, machine. She's going to a wedding. Ah, that's great for a get out. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Hopefully she'll have a good time now. Well, because uh, yeah. that's that's where you want to be when you're single as well as a wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think my best one was my brother got married. So he got married quite young. I think, I don't know, like 24, 25. They were just like one of these couples. And I was at their wedding. And I'm trying to think how old Ella would have been. Like Ella was like one or something. Yeah, she's about one. So real that kind of age where she could walk. Uh, but like no real control it's not like she could go and walk and you'd be like oh, here's like here's a couple of euro go and get yourself a Fanta like you know what I mean you have to watch her the whole time so everyone's at the wedding having a great time getting absolutely jarred and I just spent my whole time with my back bent over following her through the hotel like gardens and stuff and people be sitting down at tables lurying the drink into them smoking and, ah she's lovely isn't she and then just go back to their conversations oh that must have been such a killer Emma it was an absolute killer yeah oh, it really was it was the, I have to say it was pretty pretty grim like, well, you see, I guess it's hard. With, I imagine it's probably hard with a kid at a wedding because you, I guess it's just a different yeah. dynamic. Yeah, well, it depends. It, it depends. Well, not. Yeah, it is. But if they're a bit old, like if you've got like, you know, kids who are six, seven, eight, like on happy days. They have you know? their own crack. Yeah. They have their own crack with the cousins and they're under tables and you know what I mean? They're eating sugar cubes and no one gives a shit and it's all good or whatever. But like kids are like babies and whatever and toddlers. Oh, my God. Shoot me now. So I just. Well, like, I, was I guess I guess they're like, oh, not bringing much to the table is the thing. No, they're just basically. It's everyone knows it's like it's lovely to look at them like kind of running around and you know picking flowers over ah lovely lovely but everyone knows like I'm not getting I'm not going to give this too much attention because I don't want to get saddened with this kid because that's too much work and I'm having the crack yeah so it's just a bit of lip service I just I just read Aye. there um speaking of weddings I will do the exact same if I see a baby at a wedding ah yeah Aye. well on a wedding you're there you're like I imagine with you you're like oh, we've got the babysitter in Shane, Shane's dancing it's happening Shane's dancing yeah we're hitting we're doing the hair drugs after the dinner like that's it it's happening ah uh, yeah well do you know what yeah. after the soup that's when you want to be doing the, the hair drugs just kick just kicking in for the cake <laughs> yeah Basically, and then Princess. you don't talk to anyone, you know, you just make friends with like the old aunties and stuff and have start like have trying with them. Do you know what? I am. I imagine not that I've ever done it, but I imagine if you were to do hard drugs at the wedding, like the people you wanted to be chatting the face off would be, it'd be the aunties. It'd be the older aunties. They'd be the ones uh, to be hanging off. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> big stuff. Not that I ever have. I just want to. Oh, no. Like, I mean, none of us have. Well. But oh. I'm just saying, I'd imagine like that's what you'd be doing. <laughs> Princess yeah. Beatrice, while we've been on the phone, is, oh. is postponing the wedding until 2021. God. Who gives a shit? I, I don't know why I'm being so popular. You know, you know that her fella, the husband, is going to be like making a joke. Oh, well, I guess it's third time lucky in the wedding speech. Like that's going to be his opener. You know it. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I really don't know why I'm so hard on her. Like she's obviously just me if I'd lived a privileged lifestyle. <laughs> so I'm just like, ah, stupid bitch. That but you know mean. what? I th- I think she's actually very striking looking with the huge eyes. Like the eyes are like saucers. For it, for it. Well, I know. Do you know what? I can, I can. I'm just having a flashback there. Um, you know, if that was not intended as a backhanded compliment, but I do remember uh, a friend of mine years ago, her sister saying, "Judy's got such a strange, strange beauty." I was like, "What?" It's just <laughs> that is the most horrendous compliment but you know when you're at that age like this is like circuit the millennium when we were all completely like you know I mean like self-esteem had not been invented yet and she's like such a strange strange beauty such a strange strange (laughs) fucking hell I used to get it from the mams actually or (laughs) the odd dad or whatever so basically what would happen is Somebody would take home um, the school phone and then a picture, right? The class picture. And then somebody would come in and it'd be like all this surprise. And um, it'd be like, oh, my mom pointed you out and said, oh, she's she's very pretty. <laughs> and everyone was like, really? Emma? Oh, okay. But you put you, but I mean, like, oh, there's someone's mom throwing me a bone. Like, no, no, but I saw seeing the photo of you and Ella's christening, you were a complete babe. I don't know how you I actually don't know how you didn't get pregnant before 18. Like, you were that good looking. So that's the nicest thing anyone that said. But like your lips, your face, I was like, oh my God, you're you're just stunned in that picture. But it's because, look, obviously back, back in school, and we have talked about this before, the girl who could tan, like she was the girl everyone was like, wow, she's the babe. The girl with a tan, with any sort of a tan. It didn't Any even matter. Of... It could have been Christina Aguilera tan. I know. It could yeah, have been that level of tan. If there was somebody who could have pulled off like one of her parents are Spanish or something, it was just like she was the fucking she was the baby. But she? all it was was melanin. That's all yeah. it was. We could That's not we get our heads around. Yeah. The or melanin. then the other thing was somebody who was actually naturally um like blonde, like proper blonde hair. That was the other one I was going yeah, the blonde the blonde was a big that's why we were all fucking rocking around with our sun ins, hoping for the best. <laughs> Almost. I can just I'd love to see like our parallel lives and gingers going around with fucking sun in <laughs> Honestly, and justice for gingers. Any richness of my hair. Am I gonna put this mild bleach in my hair? Lovely. Well, because I can ginger trust. That's all it is. I know. It's actually if you are listening to this as a young <laughs> redhead, do not try to go blonde. Just don't do it. Embrace the ginger. Yeah. 
There's nothing for it. You just got to own it. So yeah. I'm heating up a scone there. I just have to. Jeez, I'm mad for. I've been mad for a scone for days. Oh my god, Ella made me raspberry and white chocolate scones for Mother's Day, and oh then my, my mom. That's so cute. Yeah, well, she asked me what I wanted, and she wasn't going to be going to the shop. So she got up on Mother's Day morning and made them. And then my mom has been making scones, and we've been, like, making other things. So we've literally just been, like, baking stuff and <laughs> sending it up to each other. Now, tell me, with the scone, would you put butter in that scone? Yeah, put butter on it, of course. What even though it's, like, them? even though there's chocolate. Okay, interesting. Okay, good. Oh, I didn't have, no, when I was on the phone to you, I didn't have a raspberry scone. I actually had one of my mom's scones. Uh, Jesus, you're like swimming in scones. And here am I just gagging for a scone. (laughs) This is so cruel. I know. Like, I actually have to step away. I'm like, I'm not even saying this. I have to step away from them now because I could easily just have another three or four there. I mean, that well, I want to eat until I'm like, oh, my God, my stomach's so sore. So, yeah, well, I think I think that door. everyone, I think, oh. as we said at the start of the conversation, everyone's just eating for something to do now. Did you see all the people bailing into the Phoenix Park and Glendalough and all the rest for the walks yesterday? What was I, what was your thinking of, on that? I, well, I didn't see people that. People are saw... baying for blood on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Not they always. I did see the the picture of the people um in Hoth queuing up for their fish and chips. Now, what I would say is the chipper in question obviously didn't open their shop doors or they weren't letting people in. People should have had the cop to practice social distancing themselves in the queue. Yeah. But I think I think I mean? Irish people in general, we have a problem with queuing in that it doesn't come naturally to us. Like, you know, the way I find in, like, say, English airports, there isn't even a sign queue here. It's just everyone naturally moves into a queue like formation, you know, like it. Whereas in Dublin airport, yeah. it's literally like 20 signs get into the fucking queue. But because <laughs> it doesn't Stop wandering around with a big sport and also, head. In general, I said this even before the pandemic, but I know you touched upon space invaders in the last episode in Little mm. and like those baby carapedophiles that were behind you in the queue. But I have an issue with when you're in a queue, I move forward. No, no, no person behind me. You stay right where you are. Oh. I hate that when you move forward and they're moving with you. It's like a dance that you never asked to be in. You're going to get me agitated now. It's one of my top pet peeves. But when somebody is literally up your hole and the worst yeah. is at an ATM and people are having oh, a chat with you, you're yeah. like, OK, listen, do you just want my credit card details? Because here you go. Don't make me engage in conversation whilst I'm ATMing. I mean, 80 percent of my life is putting my keys in through my fingers to fashion like a weapon. I've never done that. People Do I need to start doing my that? The whole time. Um, I'm sure Dingle's, rural Dingle's pretty safe, but you can't be too sure. I do quite a lot. 
but I think I think that that was probably an issue with the chipper, um, the chipper picture. In that, again, I just really think someone needs to break it down to us. Yeah, I yesterday. Now I was out on Sandy Main Strand. Oh, excuse me. Was, I know. Well, I wasn't invited. The way you say, "Excuse me," Anna. Oh. Uh, I wasn't cordially invited. I just rocked up. But I tell you, I went there because. It's so vast that it's very easy to practice the uh, social distancing there, which it was. I mean, there was loads well, of people we, there. Yeah, but, and oh, like we we go, it's uh, I guess you know you can choose you can choose your places. Like I personally, I don't know, I felt a bit soft towards the you know the people yesterday because I think obviously they were really getting vilified and crucified, and people mm. were like, what the fuck is wrong with you people, etc. But I think. You know, you have to allow for the fact that people are still getting used to this. It's only week one and it is probably quite unnatural, you know, to have two metres between you and whoever you're doing your little walk with. So, you know, yeah. you do see, see. I think what happened was, or not that I think what happened, but I think for some people what they what they think is that magic air or magic air, fresh air is magic. And yeah. once you're outside, it's all fine. And especially like, the no, uh, yeah, no. especially you know like the moms of a certain age and they've been doing their walk for you know since Weight Watchers came to our came to town, and like now you're telling them no we need two meters between you and Mary at all times and they're like what but like I think that they a think that exactly that that fresh air forgives a multitude of sins but also. I don't think there was any malintent there. You know, a lot of people were like, what the fuck? And like all these doctors going to work for us, etc. Like, obviously, people need to cop the fuck on. But also, I, I think, yeah, you, I think I think you do get more flies with honey. And I think rather than berate people, if you just say, look, like the, this is what well, I guess then I suppose people have been doing the softly, softly approach for the last week. And maybe it hasn't yeah. been working. And that's why now people are talking about locking down these public areas. But I genuinely well, think, do yeah. think most I, people yesterday just didn't probably didn't fully understand what even social distancing meant in outside terms. I think, yeah, I think as well what happened. Sorry, I did see the pictures of Glendlock, but what I saw in Sandy Mount yesterday was there, I don't know my name names, but there was a mobile, um, what would you call it, treaty thing, right? And it, we a were mobile like, treaty thing? I'm just thinking like 1916. <laughs> okay, Civil like, War. Like a food, not a food van, but a, a food thing, like a mobile thing. Like it's not a fixed, okay, yeah, like store or whatever. So a I think food like van. okay, a food I'm van, with you. yeah. I think in the shops and stuff, it can be, uh, it can be managed and all that, and they even like have the markings about like back it up there, you're up someone's hole. But I think on the food vans, they don't have the queue lines spread out so people are like oh, better get in the queue and I saw yesterday like I was like oh god that all looks a bit chaotic no one is practicing social distancing there so like in that sense in in the Glendalock and in the place that I saw yesterday th- that's people not di- like doing it themselves like they should be able to at this stage anyway they should be able to still be open and people should be like oh yeah I'm going to stand like at least two meters now behind this person because 
the old social distance. But I think it's because as a nation, we're not good at self-restraint. Like it's it's like, you know, when you were younger, you were maybe 17, 16, 17 at a wedding. Let's come back because this has been the theme of the whole show. You're at a wedding and your mom says, OK, look, you can have a glass of wine with dinner and maybe a glass of wine after but that's it and like what you hear is I now have a green light to drink this nagging in my clutch bag with my cousin I get absolutely hammered get sick in the bridesmaid dress etc it's like it's like when people say we'll go out for one or two like it's never going to be one or two we cannot practice self-control I think I know maybe we need a lockdown I don't know yeah you see but then like do you remember like they said oh sure the smoking ban will never work I know and, and we and we like, killed with that and we sure we were one of the pioneers with that and also even the plastic bag thing it's just about changing behaviours yeah so but I think you know obviously I'm being facetious about the Irish and our lack of self-control but I, I, I do think most people yesterday obviously you are like our people people are really like being quite silly here and misunderstanding what's going on. But I just felt a bit of sympathy oh, yeah. because, you know, with the mum's power walking along, I was like, they, they just probably don't fully get it yet. I know. I think, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's people going, oh, well, do you know what? That doesn't apply to me. Or screw that. I'm healthy. I don't think people are thinking, well, like for the most part, I'd like to think people aren't thinking like that. I think they probably think that they're following the guidelines correctly and they've somehow got it wrong. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And I, I think, you know, I think, you know, it's standing... like some people just aren't on the programme. It's like the way when like your mom and dad send you a meme that was knocking around two weeks ago and you're like, yeah, hilarious, hilarious. Like some people are just getting their information slower for whatever reason, I don't to know. To be honest, any time one of my parents, slower. yeah, that's very good analogy. But any and, and any time my parents send me a WhatsApp these days, I'm really scared to click in in case it is, it is the massive cock and they just haven't clicked in, but they've just sent it on to me. Stop. That's my ultimate fear. Jesus Christ. I had a, a video meeting today, right? And you can switch off your microphone because there was a good few people in it. So everyone like switch off the microphone and people when they want to speak, turn on their microphone or whatever. But you can turn off the video as well. So I had my video on for a while and then I turned it off, right? And beside me, um, I had my bowl that I'd been having, like my berries and uh, my yogurt in, right? And usually when I'm I'm by myself or whatever, I like to stick my finger in the bowl and run it around and then lick my. Oh, I'm a no. <laughs> first, no, You're I was saying thank God. But for a split second, I actually thought I had the fear. I thought that I'd left the camera on. I was like, oh, Christ almighty, because the bowl I was using, it's like one of these really, it doesn't have a lot of like. And imagine how sexual that would look, Emma. I know. So. So funny. At least I didn't have to learn the hard way. But the video wasn't on, so you were okay. Yeah, but I had to check it at least four times. And then in the process of checking it, I was afraid that I was actually going to turn it on while checking it. 
Do you know what I mean? It was, and I'd have this like frantic face. Just, mm. oh, when I think, I think everyone's feeling kind of vulnerable in the video calls. Like to me, even yeah. even on Friday now, we did a Skype into into um, the six o'clock show just to wear an old buddy old pal. He's by the way is killing it at the moment. You know the way they're doing this thing where there's only one presenter a day in keeping oh, the social right, distancing yeah. and all that. And I was saying to Fred, like it's it's not easy going to all these different like Skype calls and stuff like that and like keeping obviously the momentum going and all that kind of crack. Yeah, but it was really yeah. eerie because we could barely hear them and we had no visuals. Mm. So we couldn't see them. It was so strange. <laughs> Jesus, so you know, you know when you're trying to be funny, because sometimes as well on TV, you're like, oh my god, have I just completely bombed there, or what's going on? But not that, not that I've done a lot of it. But you know when you do your bits and bobs, and you're like, I don't know, is this going to work, or I don't know how they're actually feeling about me coming out this stage. But you know when you've no visual, like when you can't actually read people, you're like, I've no yeah. idea how this is going down. I know it's very difficult, but you do get a nosy into people's gaffes and stuff which I, which I do like but I found out in the last few days and I didn't know this you know obviously you see everyone in their their usual gear um I'm actually working with an undercover guard who's working with an undercover guard I am what do you mean you're working with an undercover guard because one of the people I work with, I've never seen them in a baseball cap and a, and a hoodie. And it was okay. just like the undercover cop vibes. You know what I mean? You know that person okay. at a festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has like, Sorry, like the narc. Has the cre- <laughs> yeah. He still has the crease marks in the hoodie. And they're like, yes. hey, do you want to go in and, and smoke some drugs? Do you want to go and smoke some ecstasy? Exactly. Hey, where would you get a big bag of drugs around here? (laughs) So that's keeping spirits high anyway for me. Well, I I can't really talk about undercover guards because Fred has quite a penchant. We do joke about a lot for a lot of guard aware. So oh. there's a lot of there's a lot of navy jumpers and a lot of brogues floating around and because um, I did laugh even on body. And I'm soul. sorry. Can we just can we just clear up what was your dad's job? Ah, uh, look. I mean, I'm every cliche in the book. He was a guard. I mean, that's why I come out <laughs> with statements like, "I think the guards. I think we need to be nicer to the guards." And everyone's like, "Shut up, Julie." I mean, especially when I was a big session head back in the day, and you know, people would put on. Do you remember that from NWA? That song, "Fuck the Police." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved NWA, and I'd be like, "Fuck the police," and then under my breath, I'd be like, "Except my dad. He's actually your. I love you, dad." Like, I just, it was such mixed feelings about it all because it's such a catchy tune, but I did disagree with the overall oh, message. Yeah. In a in a middle class Irish context, like obviously I'm sure if I was living in Compton, I would have been the first to be shouting "fuck the police" from the from from the hills. But because even at Party and Soul, when Leo was there for his kind of staged, you know, photo shoot in front of the main stage, when people were coming up for selfies, but I know so bad, it was so bad. But 
he was there and then kind of in the vicinity there were like these two lads again as you say Emma crease marks in the hoodies like you know like baseball caps like fresh to death like the tags still on the baseball caps and like shiny brown shoes bootleg jeans like so bad <laughs> but then Fred went up and started chatting to them but he was basically joking about Leo and like oh I think he did a Leo impression and like that kind of thing he's like oh look at him there now like nothing nothing by the way sinister mean but just like trying to have the crack with these two people I just said to Fred Fred clearly they are his bodyguards like they could not have been more bodyguardy of all the people to go up and be taking the piss (laughs) and Leon I was like all we need now is for Fred to say where can I get my hands on a doobie (laughs) are you missing not being able to hug people yet do you know what I really really felt very sad yesterday when I was like god I don't know when I'll see my parents again I know yeah yeah and I actually I actually did feel really really sad I saw well actually I went and lucky we did I went to McDonald's on Saturday night um the drive-thru and I gave them a buzz and they would never get McDonald's and I was like just want McDonald's and they were like yeah fuck it go on so I got them McDonald's, delivered it to the door. And, you know, they'd be kind of waving in the door and whatever, social distancing. And then my dad actually came with me and Ella the other morning for a walk. Um, We kept our social distancing. But I haven't really, like, I had a phone. I've been on the phone to them a good bit. But I'd say my mom yesterday was so delighted to talk to somebody that wasn't my dad. I think yeah. she spoke for, like, 45 minutes without taking a breath which is yeah. difficult when you actually haven't been doing anything like I'm not just yeah, talking, about, I'm talking about all of us like she hasn't gone anywhere I hasn't seen it <laughs> and then she says oh I'll put your father on and I nearly I nearly I nearly snapped I nearly was just like oh for the love of God I, like, I know okay. but you know what I'm hard for is... them it must be hard for you and Fred though that there's no one there's nobody well, else just, to get some ideas off. Although I suppose... Well, to be least... honest, I'm just delighted we're here together because there are people yeah. who are completely on their own own. And that yeah, would be yeah. really hard. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I do know a few people who, you know, like they're not living with family, they're single. Like, I think nobody, when the lockdown kind of went into place even a week ago, I think none of us realised how long this could potentially go on for. So I, I think the people who are, who obviously, and if I, to be honest, if I had been living on my own, I probably would have said, ah, yeah, this would be grand for the few weeks. But I think I that would be hard now, you know, facing into, which I know you can't that's the whole thing with anxiety even a friend of mine said it to me today that you can't be worrying about the future and how long this might go on for which is completely true but it's just it'd be very hard if you were completely on your own so at least I am you know here with Fred but yesterday was the first day I did feel quite sad yeah yeah I'd say a lot of people that felt it yesterday now all right because it would have been a day where people kind kind of gathered together it's or so whatever, surreal, you know I mean? honestly. And then like for if people somebody... that it would have, even for the people that like say, you know, unfortunately that day would be kind of, a, you know, a day of mixed emotions or a sad day. I'm sure there's 
people that they still would have liked to have seen or you know that kind of way like you know the way well even to distract you from mad. those thoughts like it's it's yeah. a day to kind of ruminate if you have you know if you don't if you don't have a mom or you know even if say people are struggling to become a mom there's all it's a very I know, like yeah. father's day there's so many emotions going on but what is yeah. probably challenging and might get increasingly so like thus far now it's been okay but I think people really you know people talk about mental health but it's such an important time to mind yourself because there is going to be a lot of time alone at your, alone at home with your thoughts and you really yeah. just this is this is a really important time to just mind yourself and you know be nice to yourself as much as possible yeah because you know it, it the, just the distractions other than the likes of like Netflix etc they aren't necessarily like immediately self-evident so like you do have to even yesterday now I went out of my way to bring like a couple of friends and you have to kind of sometimes force yourself to do that just to kind of break the thinking cycle I know I know yeah I hear you yeah it was it's nice now that it's kind of the weather's nice because Shane um such a difference yeah and the boys are on the trampoline actually do you know what was really nice Tommy, who is in junior infants, his teacher sent a lovely email, I have to say, where in the class WhatsApp group, there's like been loads of parents. But then I suppose it is just that it's just anxiety, like people asking questions like, do you think they'll have to stay back here and all this? And in my head, I'm like, of course they won't. Everyone's in the same boat, like just relax. Everyone's just colouring in junior infants. Come on. It's all about just controlling the pen and, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, you'll be able to put your own coat on and zip it and up. And no biting. That's that's all biting. they've learned by the end of the year. But yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, OK, well, obviously, you know, different people deal with things in different ways. And, you know, their anxiety could be just manifesting itself on into this now that they're going to focus on, like, sorting, you know, trying to sort this out or whatever. But the teacher sent a lovely, big, like, big, long email because they had the books in the school and people were free to collect them and she said like it's completely up to you she's like but if you do collect them she's like I suggest just like putting them in a wardrobe and forgetting about them she's like you know just look after yourselves and um like take care and like you know books and coloring and all that she's like don't be worrying about anything and then she said that she would, you know, because obviously it's going to go on longer. She said on Monday she would send out work. But she's like, you know, it's just going to be revision. She's like, it's not going to be new stuff. And she's like, even in June, she's like, we would always set it time aside for revision. But anyway, big, big long mail. Really, really nice. And it did actually help a lot of people who were freaked, freaking out about different stuff that they felt a lot better. Well, so I, I suppose it's the lack of control with parents yeah. as well, maybe. Yeah. But, but you don't like know what's going to happen. Or an email can actually make a huge difference to people. Do you know what I mean? Well, yes. You think, I, I can't see them more. Like, I can't, whatever, I can't go there. But just the amount of positivity then from people after that who obviously just needed a little bit of reassurance and just, you know, yeah and I I think as well you know it's of course and you know what it's I think it's 
it's even you know even when you look at say secondary students and like obviously leaving surgeries you know for you know for certainly for especially for like high achievers as well it could be a very stressful time but also I think really what you can take away you know it's easy to say when we're not doing our leaving search but what you can take away from all this is ultimately like health comes first and that's actually all that matters is that people are looking after their health so there will be obviously some solutions this whole leaving cert thing but I think that hopefully like that is what people are taking from it as well is that look obviously we're taking this serious because like the leaving cert is just I know it's easy to say when you're not doing it but it's just an exam at the end of the day yeah well as you say all this other stuff is just stuff at the end of the day it's not your health but like do you remember the other day we were joking about people saying you know oh this is your chance to be creative and productive and whatever we're just like oh, fuck off like are we not allowed to chill as well but like and did you, nothing, and did you like see? if you're not being productive it doesn't it doesn't you're under no obligation and whatever that means to you whether it's like cleaning under your bed or whatever like you're under no obligation to suddenly start being man productive whatever no. you're doing and like, I, I think even if it's your I kids and they're on the tablet all day if that's what you need to do for everyone to just be happy and chill then so be it or you know what I mean you don't have to suddenly well, start being just productive being, Annie yeah and it's probably you know it's you probably like as well it, yeah but if you don't grant yeah and I think just it comes back to being nice to yourself and giving you cutting yourself some slack whether it's that your parent and you're like oh my god my child has been watching tv all day <laughs> Or it's, you know, it's you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh, I mean, I should do an Instagram live, but I really can't be fucked. But like, you know, in either case, like Una Malali had that great tweet last week, which, you know, I think I think I sent it on to you or tagged you in it. But it was I thought yeah. it was so brilliant when she was like, as creative people, like, why are we feeling like under this huge pressure to be more productive? And she was saying like, this all comes back to capitalism and all this kind of crack. So please just break the cycle. And it's so true. It's like the second the news of the lockdown happened. So many people were like, I'm starting a podcast. I'm, you know, doing this, I'm doing that, which is great. But also it is ultimately about minding yourself and not over committing yeah. because this is going to go on for a little while as well. So know, you don't not, want to burn yourself out. It's not actually possible to win this self. There's no, like there's no prizes for like winning self isolation. Best self isolation <laughs> goes to. So I'm out. There's no prize money. Um, and Skype thing is we're really letting our guard down, Julie. We're really like letting people into the backstage. <laughs> we really are. I mean, <laughs> but, but there is something about a Skype call. You are that bit more unguarded because I do just feel like I'm chatting to you on the phone. I know, I know. And then every so often you say the listener, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, the listener. The listener. <laughs> <laughs> I know either that or I'm completely paranoid. <laughs> I, I know. I now mention the listener in every conversation with the friend. I'm like, as the listener will verify, and my friends are like, "What? Is, is someone else us? on this call? What's going on?" Oh Julie's completely tapped. She thinks. She I thinks think it's. I think it's. I think it's 1997, and I can hear that click on the downstairs line, and I know my mother's been listening in the whole time. 
God, sorry, I just had a, I just started laughing there because I started thinking of like, do you remember when they used to be tapping people's phones conversations and they were like ruining their fucking lives? Do you remember that? People, I remember, I can't remember which celebrity it was, but they thought, oh my God, sure, it was like the Jay Goody thing. So all stuff was coming out about her and she was like convinced that there must be someone in the inner circle who was like spilling the beans left, right and centre. And it was purely because they were tapping her phone. But they did this with loads of people. I know, it's terrible. Yeah. Some falling outs with like their husband and their mother and their sister and all this stuff. It was like, well, somebody must have told But you know what? It is so, it comes back it does come back to like the likes of Max Clifford and Piers Morgan and all the rest like just what went on actually for years was so scummy like you will even looking back now you're like it's only now I appreciate what a massive invasion aside from obviously if we knew what was to come for poor old Jade but also looking back now like such an invasion of her privacy I know but the fact like they I, you like I wouldn't have initially have thought of that side of it where they were only saying stuff to a very select few people and then it comes out. Imagine how powerful you'd be. Like imagine you only. Yeah, well, it would destroy your relationships. Yeah, yeah, it really would destroy your relationships. Speaking of tapping, I with the listener is it <laughs> the listener I do think um just to say as well uh, my fu- probably one of the funnier tappings when we talked about it on an old up to 90 the Sophie Tuskin du Plontier um case when the guards in Cork accidentally in West Cork they accidentally tapped their own phone do you remember that so oh they tapped God. their internal lines, so you know, like their private lines where they'd be ringing down to like Skull and saying, what's that bastard up to? And they were like, the fucker's going around saying he fucking murdered her, the prick, like all this kind of stuff. So they were having like these internal conversations and they tapped that line instead of the external line. God, how would you even do that? I, I mean, it's quite a, it's quite a feat, isn't it? It's like, do you remember the one at Friends episode I never ever got? Was remember when Monica w- um, left the voicemail on Richard's phone? Oh yeah, and, and in the voicemail, and she was, but she left this voice and saying, "Oh God, I must have had my period or something." And then they said, "It's outgoing," and she freaked. But I never understood. You'll probably be able to explain it to me now. But I never understood what happened there. So I think basically what she did was that when she went to try, um, I'm getting this answer, but I think I'll get to the end of it. And that's the main thing that I think is true. What she ended up doing was I thought that she ended up changing his voicemail uh, greeting to that. Oh, was that it? Yeah, so I think the greeting was her going, oh, I must have had my period or something. And then beep, so that when you phoned him, that's what you heard. Okay, that makes so much Thank you so much for coming into my life, Emma, because honestly, I never would have been able to work that out on my own. 
I'm now listener get in touch and let me know if that's right but I I can't remember the ins and outs of I think so she's in a relationship with him she know she knew the code to go and listen to them she shouldn't have really been listening because she was checking to see oh she'd broken up with him hadn't she and she was checking to yes. see if he'd gone she on was, a date or yeah, whatever yeah she was checking his messages okay I think that was very unclear though in my defence I don't think it was clear that he she well, had changed the what, voicemail greeting I think what the issue was is that in America, I'm judging by TV that everyone had an answering machine. And then in Ireland, there seemed to be like about, I don't know, give or take 11 people in the whole country that had them in their homes if it wasn't a business. So I don't think we were probably as au fait with answering machines. Do you know what? I'm that's the excuse I'm gonna use because yeah, I, that's I, a good one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because it was a fairly alien thing for us. Did you have a? Um, no, a, no. No, I, I was gonna say for some reason I was gonna say we didn't have a voicemail, but we had a house alarm. I don't know why those two same are same. related to my same head. Same. I'm thinking because the phone was beside the house alarm. Like, was it a voice machine? No, it was definitely a house alarm. Um. Yeah, we had a house and I am, but I don't know, it didn't really last long. Um. No, we. I'm trying to think now. What did we have in that gap? I don't know. Not a lot. I think for a lot of people, a house alarm would have been a luxury at a certain point, wouldn't it? Well, I think. I th- yeah, I think we would have got it in the late. You see, we were we were burgled, so we had to get a house alarm then. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a bit too too little, too late. But we said mm. now's definitely the time to get the alarm post burglary. Jesus, the guard's house got burgled. Fucking hell! Can you believe it? And honestly, <laughs> and he's such a good guy, my dad. God. Just to say that, shout out to Johnny. Uh, hey, shout Johnny. out to Johnny before we go. Um, hey, Good old, good old Johnny Castle, even though he's not called Johnny Castle, but that's just a dirty dancing reference. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to toddle off now. Yeah, I'm going to watch Tiger King, I think. Oh, it's my so partner good. Will, um... Yeah, because actually I've been aware of um, your man, Exotic. What's his name? Joe Exotic. Yeah, I've seen him on various things. Like so, I I knew straight away who he was. I didn't know who any so of the other people were. So you've been a long-term ever. fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be my kind of speed now. I'd be totally into that. It is so um, funny though how much of a kid the Carol one. Sanctuary is. <laughs> I thought the exact same. I was like, what a shithole. Oh my god! Like absolute crap. Um, I'd rig something up better in the garden this week. Like, give me a few fire guards and I'd get something going. Um, the only problem would be access. That'd be my only issue. Um, but I, I think I saw there must have been. I think there's been documentaries about him before. Like he'd be always. I think he would have been always like welcoming the cameras in, just trying doing whatever to. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely not, definitely not camera shy but at Jesus, all. Like, how was he getting? Okay, I'll just have to go and watch it now. But how is he getting the tigers 
to breed so much? Was this all? But uh, there's so uh, many of them in it. There's so many of them in a cage, though. They're so overcrowded. Yeah, to have right legs, I was saying. Do you know what I mean? How, like, even not well, like I was going to say captivity. That if they're riding well, they must be happy. You know the way, like, if a new baby, whatever, is born in the zoo, it's a great success because, you know, to do that. In, captivity is now mean feat but like is this all i i mean like you know what i mean would he have the science would he have the science behind him though to do artificial insemination i don't know do you know is there that level of finance behind the zoo i think he could wank off a line and get a turkey baster like i don't know if there's that much science behind it i don't think science is in that part would it be I mean, I do you yeah. think you could pass a lion? I suppose if you sedated the lion. Do you reckon? Ah, uh, well, I mean, there's definitely there's something going on. Like there's yeah, no, <laughs> no, but nobody is that into big cats. Let's just say that. I think Why they, they always think... open their fucking mouths all the time. That's what I want to know. Like, imagine someone coming up to you and yeah. just open their fucking mouth. It's. I definitely think. Um. I definitely think with all of them, whether it's your man, Doc Antle, Carol, or Joe, I'm not fully convinced that, that these are platonic relationships with the cats. I wouldn't think so. And I think that's where these like these outbursts of aggression come from, like when they ripped off your one's arm. I know, I and, she, and she's, and you know what? Like, I got the vibe she didn't even get a bloody payout with that. She was just like back to work in a couple of days, and such is life. I've got one arm now. I'd say they basically haven't even put like, you know, dead all whites around the place there. After oh that. my God. It's actually, what I will say, aside from the hum- the animal abuse, I do think the level of exploitation of workers, I mean, you really, it's just awful, isn't it? Yeah, but you see, that's like, that's the way it, it'll go with all those kind of things. It'll be the, not, not the same, but like people who are into like, horses or people that are into showbiz or whatever it is there's always the opportunity to exploit people and there will be always people there who will take advantage of it if there's people that will do whatever you're doing for free because I I think they were saying like the head keeper I don't know if you've gotten this far but he's on $138 a week in Joe's Zoo and then they're they're eating the gone off meat from Walmart and you just think this is just this is no way for people to live like just living without dignity and then Carol doesn't even pay the people working in the sanctuary they're just all volunteers at least we can get the positive from this is that it's now been filmed for our entertainment. And we can this judge is true. Them all. And I, I think so that's so a very good it? point. That It's a very good point about the hair. It kind of reminds me, I remember in school, my woodwork partner, there was only two, maybe four girls in the class. So my woodwork partner um, had hair that she could sit on. This was her claim to fame. She's like, I can sit on my mm. own hair. But I just remember she got her hair caught in the vice one day. And I just remember thinking, this is, Catherine, this is doing nothing for women in woodwork. <laughs> I just, there used to be this one who used to do the rounds on uh, TV quiz shows. 
So you know the way they like them sometimes to have a bit of a whatever. Oh, and it says here that you're a whatever. And it says and here you that you like owls. Yeah. yeah. I'll do that and I've got four books about owls. Fantastic. Well, let's hope we get enough money for you today. And to tell me, what's your, fav- what's your favourite owl? I like the big uh, owls. Don't don't know names of any like big ones, like the ones with beaks. Okay, yeah, but there's all there's all there is always something like they collect pencil sharpeners or something. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah. I see you've brought in one today. <laughs> this is my favorite. It's my lucky sharpener. <laughs> it's just there's, but I do think not to, you know, not to get you know not to get into the nitty gritty because we do love the daytime shows I do think Pointless always has a different it has kind of a different type of contestant I find in what sense I think they're always I I think that it seems to be Pointless seems to be something that a lot of like high achievers do for fun oh yeah well there's different Pointless is basically high achievers Smug bitches. Then there's, there's a lot of smugness. Like they don't even know what the show is. I'm and, like, how and, do you think this was going to happen for you? And like me and you going on pointless. <laughs> it would be pointless for us to go on that show. There's, I, I, it would actually be pointless. But you know what? I just love to very be there. specific areas. That's what we need. We need like a Britney round. I uh, need Britney. I need Sophie Tuscan to Plantier stroke Ian crisps. Bailey round. Crisps. Oh yeah, Baby, picky bits. You know what I mean. Picky bits and bits and bobs. <laughs> picky bits, bits and bobs. Mira, let you go to Tiger King. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, right. I'll chat to you soon. I've been Shady J. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, listeners, listening. Let's keep, let's keep it kind of profesh. Let's pretend this is a podcast and not just our WhatsApp audios. Oh gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Right, uh, I've been ever doing. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.